1: Aloha!
2: Hello
3: and welcome. Oh, my voice cracked a little bit there. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining us. Episode number 384 of the show stoked. You are a listener. Uh, if you would like to reach out and be part of the show, you can email us mailbag at the is the email address. You can also call us and leave a voicemail nine, four, nine, four, six, four. TBLS. Also, as many of you have, I would encourage more of you to subscribe to our bonus content where you get The full show every week. Commercial free. You get it the night before it gets dropped to everybody else. And you don't miss out on on stories that aren't on the public show. Like, I don't know if we're going to get to the spinal surgeon that found out his wife was a high-priced escort. Like... That's something you're going to want to hear us talk about. And if you're not subscribed to Red Circle, you're not going to hear that. You're not going to hear about the guy that murdered his 94-year-old grandfather in the woods of West Virginia. You're not going to hear about Jennifer Aniston's odd dieting routine. A A lot of stuff that we talk about. And if you're subscribed to Red Circle, you get it all. If you're not, you just get most of it. Plus all the bonus stuff we do. Uh, I am joined now, as always, by co-host of the program, Ed Daly. Ed, what's
2: up? Hey, I'm just checking Twitter, and it yeah. looks like you guys didn't like my response to... Wow. Was it R- Rachel tell. Wow,
3: Ed. I mean, she's had <laughs> Listen, a hard life. She's had a hard You know what she's, life? Had,
2: she's had? She's had a lot of collagen college yeah. <laughs> jammed Listen, into her lips. A lot, a lot of facial surgery. It's too much. It's, it's, it's too, much. too. It's always yeah. too much. That was my point. I don't, she was a pretty girl. It's. She, I kind of vaguely remember yes. she was attractive, but yes, she looks like she looks like that cat lady now. Like the, she does. It's yeah. just, there's too much going on. She it's looks like Madam. She looks yeah, like Wayland Flowers. You know, uh, I think marionette. she's
3: she's like our age or a little bit younger.
2: Yeah, she looks. You know, she she's, looks. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, Meg Ryan went that weird. route. Yep. It's just – it goes real weird real quick.
3: It's the Fibonacci sequence, Ed. It ruins the, the proportions of your face. If you do yes. too much, you you just look weird. People look at you and something is off. They notice it.
2: Yeah, and it, I don't know. I We're getting enough evidence at this point in our lives Yeah, that you would think – People would see the whoever came first before what you could right, tell is done and right. have been like, you know what? I can't look, look what look what happened to them. And then yeah. you look at some of these older ladies that are beautiful. I, right. I know, I know, um, Botox is used very liberally in Hollywood, yeah, and very common. there, and there can be cases where it's not you know, crazy overdone. Like, you know, when it got to Joan Rivers where she couldn't make any expressions anymore, she had gone to, but I understand that not every person I'm looking at, every woman I'm looking at the Botox, some it's worked for to a point. Sure. I mean, it stinks, the double standard and everything, but you can age, you can age gracefully. Look at, look at
3: Marissa Tomei.
2: Right. Gorgeous. She doesn't have the fucking giant lips. Nope.
3: She doesn't overdo it. You know, some just, it's a, um, it's kind of like, it's almost like an eating disorder where you're just, uh, what do they call that? Body dysmorphia. That's right. You just, you just keep chasing it. You're like one more thing and I'll look the way I want to look. And it's just, and then one thing is, you know, kind of doesn't go well. So you need a new nose job or another chin implant. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a. I mean, think
2: you know. about think about somebody that I don't even know what she looks like now, but Jennifer Gray. Oh, she had that nose job. That har- that charming look to her. She was very cute. And then she got very generic looking, like yeah. pr- pretty, I guess. I mean, you know, it's not yeah. like she got a nose job that looked like a horrible nose, but she just looked generic. She didn't look like Jennifer Gray anymore. Just a
3: little character. She had, yeah. she, she had strong features. I like people with unusual features. Sure. I think that's – Sure. Yeah, it's a distinguishing thing. Stop torturing yourselves. It's not not fair for women. We're all lovely though. Yes, I know. Come on. Like look at um, Nicole Kidman. She's really – she really does it up and it's hard – when you watch her in something, you just can't stop looking at how she doesn't look the way she used to look. it
2: has been going on for a while. Yeah.
3: It's a lot. It's a lot. It's probably – She's probably feels like she has to keep up with that.
2: Like he looks oh, like he's had a lot.
3: Oh yeah, that older lesbian that he's married that she's married to.
2: <laughs> with
3: the with the highlighted hair and that's very Yeah. Sassy style.
2: Yeah, uh, he does. He looks like he shops at TJ Maxx. Like yeah. with, with with your aunt.
3: Yeah. Speaking of speaking of somebody that uh oh yeah, he looks like he looks like your aunt's much cooler longtime roommate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like which, oh. And Judy's coming oh. over with uh with Maggie again.
2: I can't even remember the dude's name. I want to say Kenny Chesney, Keith, but it's not that. Keith, Keith Urban. Urban. Keith yeah, Urban. Yeah, yeah. Like what's <laughs> obviously
3: obviously that's not his given name, right? That's not his Christian name, Keith Urban. I'm gonna look it up. No one's last name is Urban. Keith you know, Urban.
2: I feel like Half the time when you see the made-up name and then you hear the original name, you're like,
3: it just why didn't it. they
2: stick with the original?
3: Well, so his is Keith Lionel Urban. He just dropped the H. It's U-R-B-A-H-N. He just Urban. switched it to Urban. But he is just the worst. I mean, I, can't, I don't know what his music sounds like, yeah, but just by looking at him, I know it sucks. Is,
2: it sucks. I don't know what his music is, but at the same time, I do know.
3: Yeah, it's you sucks. know what I mean? Yeah, it sucks.
2: Like I kind of know.
3: Whatever it is, it's horrible. It's very it's a guy that looks like that makes it. Um speaking of people that have had a hard life, I watched that Val Kilmer documentary.
2: Man, somebody told me to watch it, but they said be prepared to be depressed. Yeah, it's I mean, I don't know, it's
3: it's good. I'm glad I watched it. You definitely are bummed for his cancer situation, and the thing is what he says in the doc Is that he's actually perfectly healthy and the the cancer wasn't that bad. It's just that he had throat cancer and the radiation that killed the cancer fucked up his throat. So he's got the trach tube now. He's
2: a trach tube?
3: Yeah. He's got the little. Oh, no. So it's not like the voice box thing, but it's that thing where he has to. He explains it in the thing. They put a piece of plastic down his throat to keep it open.
2: But as of now, his cancer's in remission. Yeah. Like he's not. Yeah. Okay. He
3: says he's perfectly healthy. It's just that the the treatment for the cancer destroyed his voice box or whatever. And because he's got the thing down his throat, you can't you can either eat or breathe. You can't do both. So he's got to have the tube there to let air in so while he's eating.
2: If he wants to act again, he's got to go after the Bruce Darren parts.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's not. He's, he's indecipherable. You can't understand what he's saying. the the movies subtitled. He did do that one movie snowman. Did you
2: see that? Oh, I know of it. I didn't see it
3: with, I didn't watch it all the way through. It was okay. Um, And with that Michael Fassbender and his beautiful penis, he doesn't show his penis in that movie, but he does in other movies. Um, He's in that and they dub him in that. Yeah. They like overdub him like Bruce Lee. Wow. Yeah, I know it's, It's, it's a bummer, but um, it is, it's a good movie. He made it, you know, and it's about his life and growing up and it's just, you know, how much he loved to act. And he, he's one of these guys that brought a camcorder with him wherever he went. So there's like all this behind the scenes footage of all the movies he worked on. So there's like, I didn't, I've never seen this movie either, but it's like a classic um, Hollywood flop, the Island of Dr. Moreau.
2: I did see that. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, that was during the era where I had the black box in college. So the oh, pay per view yeah. of that yeah. was going on. Yeah. And I would just catch, I never watched it straight through, but yeah. I would catch pizzas. And, you know, by the, he was already bonkers in Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. But by that point, by that point, uh, Brando was just out of his gourd. Oh, yeah. It was. He- it was insane that movie.
3: Yeah, and there's so there's behind the scenes stuff of him like all fat in a hammock. And uh that's pretty good. And it's just like, you know, you just you forget what because Val Kilmer was so beautiful. You forget right. just what a fantastic actor he was. Like he's so good. And it takes, I mean, you know, you go through all his performances and it's just
2: like he was incredible. People love Tombstone. Yeah. mostly because of him. He's great. Like, I, it was it was it was a solid movie, but people really latch onto that movie because of of his portrayal of uh Doc.
3: Absolutely, you know, and Holiday. and the and the relationship between those two guys. I think I don't think he I don't know if he addresses it because I was kind of like in and out of watching it. But that's one of those movies where they replace the director halfway through, just like okay. the Do- Island of Doctor Moreau. So it was like kind of a mess but yeah it's you know kurt russell's amazing and but his performance is just incredible and he talks about that last scene where he's dying and he's you know uh kurt russell comes to visit him wider comes to visit him and he said he had them he had production line the whole bed with bags of ice so he was just laying on ice so he could just feel like as close to as uncomfortable as doc holiday would have felt in that moment dying of tuberculosis it's a fucking incredible wow. performance it's really good so i would suggest watching that documentary it's it's worth it as sad as it is it's also yeah really, check it out pretty cool um you want to do some voicemails sure let's do it
1: he's so easy to hate your time he likes to waste his
4: calls are far from great hey, eight hey. eight
3: and worthless but he's got nothing else to do and he's even worse than ish ish
0: ish ish
3: ish his thoughts are useless shit 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 he's fat and got big dick speak of the devil
0: big balling shot calling microphone pimping podcast for your ass what's up Ooh, old intro Bri Bry Beckner, yeah. Easy Edward Dweily. How the hell are you? And I know it's Daly not Dweily. Anyway, that's all right. That's so, all right, buddy. Calling with some important stuff. At least he didn't hear, say right? "add" in quotes. I have a question for you guys: What the hell becomes of the broken-hearted people who <laughs> eat uh, in these food contests? Oh, no. uh, competitive eaters. I should say, when um, everything's said and done, you know? Yeah. Jarred my memory because I was working for a customer by the name of Kobayashi.
2: Whoa. For
3: those of you who don't. Whoa.
2: The OG. bury the lead.
3: I mean, brush with greatness. Kobayashi, the legend. Remember, the guy named Kobayashi was uh,
0: Joey Chestnut before Joey Chestnut. And I'm sure some of you saps don't even know who the
2: hell Joey Chestnut is. I wish I good things. I wish well, I, didn't. <laughs> I, wish I didn't
3: know who Joey Chestnut was.
2: I hate that I know who he is. Yeah.
3: It's he's so and the eating the hot dog eating contest so disgusting in the first place. But there's something about him that he just makes it that much worse. Uh, like Ko- Kobayashi it, wasn't base. that bad.
2: The way he strains his neck, and it's yeah. just so disgusting. And looking at all like the the water dripping down his yeah. face, He's, he is the grossest guy on earth. I
3: believe, and I could be mistaken. I believe that Kobayashi pioneered the water dunk technique. Before Kobayashi, people were just trying to eat dogs just dry, and Kobayashi's like, no, 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 and. Also, Kobayashi did the thing where he'd do the dogs and the buns separately. So he would take two dogs, eat them, you know, like typewriter style, like jam them in. And then he'd follow it up with two dunked buns and jam those in. But before Kobayashi, people didn't know about the water technique. And that, I believe, oh, yeah, really he, revolutionized He, drove, the the, he dro- yeah.
2: drove those numbers up, Yeah, big time, big time. Competitive eater.
0: He jams hot dogs down his gullet. Disgusting. You know what I mean? Uh, by the 30s. Yeah. So, anyhow, it got me thinking like, Kobayashi, where is, like, where are we now? Where is he now? You know, what do you.
3: Weren't you at his house? Like, if you just said you were doing a job for him, like, if anybody knows where Kobayashi is, it's you. You just rooted out his. As- Main line.
2: Do you think he ever enjoys a meal, like, Kobayashi? Yeah, once yeah. once you've done that, and yeah. you know, I I'm sad to admit this. I, I didn't see it this year, but in past years, I've seen at least like been in the the apartment when it's going on. I yeah. I can't remember ever focusing on it in the last decade. Yeah, but my boys will watch it and they'll give the stats and it's like, yeah, we all know about the Nathan's contest, but they're like, Oh, he ate 38 pound cakes in yeah. four minutes. Like they, they yeah. eat every, there's a contest for everything. These weird, horrible, just jamming. Oh, he ate 74 radishes. And you're like, what? Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you think you can enjoy food? Like, <sighs> or is it just, know. I don't know. I don't know. Or is Be- it like is it like a porn star you right. know just trying to have a right. sexual relationship? Right. Is yeah. It-
3: kind of tough. Well, I mean you're it's probably similar because to get into this, much like a porno actor, you have to have had some trauma, right? Like you don't like no one just yes. chooses this yeah, lane. Like
2: you've you've definitely seen somebody murder your parents exactly before you jam. 38 pound cakes into your mouth
3: for sure and you have to have some sort of a strange relationship with food an right. unhealthy relationship with food right. in the first place to even think about doing yes. this
2: grandma used to beat you with yeah. the, uh, a bag of onions yeah, or something exactly Do when you retire from shoveling
0: 30 hot dogs down your gullet uh, on the Coney <laughs> Island uh, hot dog eating.
3: I, I have to, um, and I'm, I'm interested in this call because this is an interesting topic. But I have to um, correct Manuel here because he's he's saying like 30. The 30s the last place person in the <laughs> yeah, co- like they, 30s nothing. Are they like aren't they like more than double that? I think they're around 70. The winner in how three <laughs> you know minutes what? or whatever it is five minutes.
2: You know it's a great word gullet.
3: Oh yeah, it's a great word.
0: Yeah, or <laughs> for whatnot, you know, after ESPN's gone and after you're not winning anymore, because Joey Chestnut has
2: turned that thing into a monopoly, basically. You know what he's calling for? Table. What behind the music after the after the oh, music yeah. died? Yeah, that's what he's calling
3: for. Yeah. Well, he's got to – Yeah, I mean, he's got to hit the skids right there there has to be an arc to the story and as far as i know joey Chestnut's still riding high he hasn't had his buster douglas moment yet he hasn't had his don king the desiree the washington last, moment
2: right the last one of those behind the musics that i watched because there was a stretch where i was watching a fair amount of them i watched huey lewis in the news and it was awful because they're like and then they got less popular, but they all stayed friends and they still perform right. just smaller venues. Now you're like, yeah. what? That's it.
3: Did they, did they lament Huey's, um, giant stack of money and even gianter stack of penis. Did they, <laughs> was he, he's like, well, that's why no. he's
2: having the greatest time. He's always right. having the greatest time. Cause he's just packing and stacking. Yeah,
3: exactly. He's rich and he's got a big ass dick and he lives in Northern California. It's tough, tough go there.
0: Uh, so, I wonder what happened to the guy, Kobayashi, Joey Chestnut. Like, what the hell? What? Okay. Does that guy have, like, a real job? Yeah. His competitive... No, he, so like, that is a- interesting.
3: I remember the first time I saw Joey Chestnut when he came on the scene. Because they'll list, like you're talking about, they'll list, like, their eating achievements. But much like The Bachelor, where it'll say, like, flight attendant or personal trainer it also had their job and Joey Chestnut's job was engineering student. And I believe he attended San Jose state. And then I watched it like six years later and Joey Chestnut was in the contest again. And I saw his, the Chiron under his name and it said, Joey Chestnut engineering student. So I'm guessing he's, he's a doctor by now. Like, He's got his PhD because he was an engineering student for at least nine years that I'm aware of.
0: Only job. These are things I wonder, man. Uh, I'm wondering if maybe you guys can shed some light on this, or maybe you do a deep no. dive on the competitive eaters of the 2000s. And we yeah. see what the hell Kobayashi. is up
2: with Joey Chestnut.
0: Yeah. What's going on
2: with Kobayashi? What is? You know what I mean? So? Dumped, he jumped out of the All game. Right.
3: Yeah. Cause they wouldn't, they wouldn't meet his appearance fee.
2: Yeah, he he started. He hasn't done. He's he was barred in yep. 2012 due to a contract dispute. Yep. Um, and then he tried like <laughs> it's pretty funny. He ate he ate hot dogs at the Crif Dog Classic, and it's like no. <laughs> like on, he was like, on you know, July Fourth. I. It's unclear.
3: Right. Right.
2: Yeah it was a different type of hot dog from Nathan's 4th of July hot dog eating contest. So he's like, you know what? I'm yeah. bigger than this. I'm bigger than this. And they're like, nah, you know, Kobayashi, you're not quite that big.
3: Yeah. And he's, then, it's like, it's like Joe Namath going to the AFL or the USF <laughs> yeah. even better. It's like, it's like Herschel Walker leaving school a year early to go to the USFL.
2: So in 2014 was his final competitive event. And this I, this is even worse. <laughs> Something called 235th was the, the contest. He ate 113 bunless Nathan's hot dogs. Wow. So he was chasing that high of Nathan's, but th- he was banned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. th- he's been out of the game for seven years.
3: I got to imagine that you don't keep all that on board. And I'll tell you this. Remember a couple months ago I went to I went to Cabo and I told my hungover Cabo story here on the show. Yeah. Where I vomited on the golf course and then got back from golfing and I vomited in the shower again. And while I was vomiting in the shower, I was vomiting up exactly one hot dog. And it was unpleasant. It was not, it was a zero stars. Do you know, not recommend <laughs> F minus.
2: You know Don't do disgusting. what I did, kids.
3: Like, I would do a PSA for this, vomiting up one hot dog. These guys are vomiting up 70
2: hot dogs. Oh, yeah.
3: Gee, there's no way they keep that on board, right? They got to, they got to purge.
2: No, there's, there's, uh, there's essentially dumb and dumber on one end and vomiting on the other. They're, right. they're, they're in a hotel room somewhere, just destroying. Right. You
3: gotta, yeah, you got to get rid of that.
2: Um, yeah. Oh yeah, it's been it's been a while since I vomited. Uh, it's probably been I don't know five years, four years. Like yeah, it had been a while. Just haven't. Yeah. And I remember it's sometimes a reminder that I'm not as good at chewing as I think I am. Totally. You're like what? slow down. What What's going on? I'm seeing, yeah. like, full parts of food here. Right. You're that's supposed a, to count a, the chews. I know. It's sad. But yeah. I, I, I am reminded it's – you know, I don't vomit all that often. But let's say, you know, in the four times in the last 20 years, each time I'm like, well, geez, that's a little too much food in yeah. one piece. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. I got to do a better job of chewing. It's a real just,
3: come to Jesus moment. You know, you really – it's sad. You go through all the stages when you're vomiting. You know, it's you're just you're just feeling it all, all the feels. Oh my god, I, I lost the tab here. Oh my gosh. Oh no! It went back to the beginning. Hold on. He had like 20 seconds left. Yeah.
0: Have a blessed one. Oh, August.
3: 19- okay, he's saying goodbye. But there's still thirty seconds left in the call. I'm fascinated he, he, to hear where this I goes.
2: See, this going to be a bit where he pretends he thinks he. Oh, that's hung his up, new thing. That's his new thing. He hangs
3: up but forgets. That's he's done that a couple times now.
2: But, but now I'm right now. What? What's that? Ed? I just. I do think it was genuine. Yeah, but now I wonder if it's going to not be genuine.
3: Well, yeah, you I'm interested. I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes.
2: Probably. Uh, 80 degrees
0: hopefully oh. you guys aren't hitting those triple digits but if you are yep. stay hydrated we- weather
3: update drink your water
0: that sun strokes a motherfucker
3: yeah, outro outro <laughs> re-
2: yep oh that's
3: yep. what's going on yep but he's gonna come back and talk he's running out of time nope that was it he's got a hard time hanging up the phone which is weird because the hang up the phone is just a that red button in the middle of the phone.
2: Yeah, you, you don't hang anything up button. anymore. Yeah, there was a satisfaction if you were if you were oh, yeah. steamed and you needed oh, yeah. to get off the phone. It was like, oh yeah, I said good day.
3: Yeah, I said good day, sir. That is a nice slamming down the big like the heavy.
2: I used to set. at work. At work, okay. it was weird. Even though technology had moved on, you're not using cell phones for work. And I would have two phones sometimes to either ear oh my God and I because you were slinging I, bonds yeah it was yeah. it was a it was a fun experience having those and you would have it with the old school cords like it was yeah. it was like an old school phone a big like weighty wow. phone one phone to each ear that is that's a thing okay <laughs> that was crazy
3: yeah that's crazy let's listen to this next one
2: Hey Brian and Ed hey it's drew in Houston um I have drew in
3: Houston great guy. Hope he's fixed his ice he's had, situation. He's
2: had he's had brushes with with some famous golfers.
3: That's true. Yeah, maybe this is one of those stories.
2: Been drinking.
1: Um, I, uh, I'm going to try to keep this short and coherent, as I'm want not to do when I've been drinking. So, uh, just listening to the episode about, and you guys were talking about Dusty Hill 9, Huge,
3: you know, huge loss here in Houston. R.I.P. Dusty Hill, Houston resident, easy top bass player.
2: Talked about him last, last week. After last week's show, I went on a little uh, mini marathon of ZZ Top. Oh, that's fun. I was just listening to i. I was like, well, what? I don't know the names of their albums, and, but I was like, well, what is LaGrange? What album was that on originally? And then just listen to some Zombies? shit. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, that's a great album. great. They're, they're yeah. a good fucking band. Yeah, they're awesome.
1: Love ZZ Top. But anyway, I got to know uh, Frank Beard a little bit.
2: Mm, and The, uh, the drummer. And
1: golf. And... Uh, Talk about, I mean, one of the best guys ever. Uh, Frank is like salt of the fucking earth. Uh, interesting story. I asked him, I was like, "How do you guys stay together for fifty fucking years?" And he said, "For about the last thirty years, they've been traveling in separate motorhomes and living separate lives on the road. It's like they each have their own whole travel deal, and they only show up for sound check, rehearsal." Concerts, And then when they're done with the meet-greet, they split off and go do their own thing. Like, Frank would play golf anywhere, you know, out of town and all that. Um, anyway, yeah, dude had a – he said he's been sober since, like, 1980. And so he basically chain smokes uh, one after another on the golf course, like heater after heater. Whoa. And he also is addicted to tab. Tab? Soda water. He would have Coke bring him cases – of tab and stacked them up in his garage. And he would take on tour. But anyway, just a little, uh, little insight <laughs> there, but yeah, RIP, dusty, easy top, the best, the fucking best.
2: Anyway, talk to you guys later. That's a great story. I'm not, I'm not being funny. Do they make tab? They must.
3: If Frank, Beard's is drinking guy, it,
2: or is this guy like, uh, hoarding it, like Elaine hoarded the sponge. Ooh, right. The sponge.
3: Right. Or, or Cosby and the quaaludes. They stopped that's making right. they stopped making quaaludes in the seventies, I think, yeah, and he didn't seem to run out.
2: Kaz had like a uh, an oil drum full of them.
3: Yeah, that is that's a funny story because uh, in the documentary, Frank Beard, the drummer for ZZ Top, is never he always has a soda with with like the koozie on it. The whole every single shot of him, he's drinking a soda in a koozie in that movie.
2: Um, I. I may have told this story before but uh some other time because it's there's plenty but my buddy went golfing with Jim McMahon and there were all kinds of deals throughout those 18 holes oh I bet that was was terrific there's I I could I could give you 20 minutes on what my buddy experienced it's amazing
3: I I would like to hear that story I have a friend that that played um golf one time with a well-known TV actor and I much like what you're saying, he said the T V actor had a great many deals and also brought like a manservant with him while golfing and doing his deals. Wow. Yeah. It sounded like a pretty good day. Uh okay, here's another one.
5: Hey ballers, hey Ed, hey Brian, it's me, your third, fourth, okay, fifth favorite guy.
1: Hold Stu. On.
5: So I was listening to last week's show and Ed said something and it was just sort of an off the cuff comment about uh, hot and cold friends, you know, and maybe we'll just leave this one cold. And it's just been
2: in the back of my head this whole time.
3: So hold on. This is not ringing a bell to me. Do you remember what he's talking about?
2: Yeah, I was. I was talking about how as an adult man. Oh, having a best friend. I don't. No, no, no. I oh. just don't like people who are playing it hot and cold. Like, oh yeah, totally. The, the hot is not worth it in pretty right. much any relationship for yeah. me to deal with. De- deal with the cold. So I, I think I just said, let's just keep keep it cold. I was just, you know, I was just talking yeah. about a friendship that kind of. Oh dissipated, yeah, it's too much work. Yeah. Dissipated like twenty years ago.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, I recall that. I remember agreeing
2: with because you. I'm fucking old. Uh, yeah, yeah, aren't we all? Uh, they're efficient. I know.
5: There's this Twitter crush thing that happened 10 years ago. She divorced her wife down in SoCal and she moved to Washington. She's about a hundred miles from me. She, you know, got a house, all that brought the Range Rover, yada, yada. And, you know, for a long time I was hot and heavy with her. And then she broke my spirit. And I, you know, we communicate stuff, but it's just like, why am I? Is,
2: it, is This has
3: happened. This LSU did this to us one time. Is Stu in the left-hand turn lane? Do you, is that his, do you hear his blinker?
2: I, I think I do.
3: His indicator, turn signal?
2: doing any of this anymore. You're a
5: hundred fucking miles away. I don't even want to get with you. I haven't gotten with you mm. in years. Like, what am I doing? Why am I entertaining mm, this? Yeah. It's just.
3: Because you're horny.
5: I, like, I'm it wasting my writing. time and yeah. hers. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for that, Ed. And there's a bunch of other shit I could say about the show, but you're you Fucking rock. And yeah. You know it. Oh, listen, everybody who hears this right now, double your fucking contribution. Wow. I'm doing it right after I hang up. Double your monthly contribution. You fuckers. All right. Love you.
2: Love you, Stu. Love you, he, Stu. He's great. And you know what? Maybe because I know what you've told me about him, but yeah. there's just a bounce to his voice of a man who's had lots of sex. Yeah, he's he's retired. You know what I mean? He, yeah, he just, he's, he's got he's given off a great vibe, yeah. a, a vibe of a man who's a man in full, a man he's, who's done it, he's, he's lived it,
3: untethered, which yeah. is not many people can say. So right. he's just doing his thing every day. He's very content. Dream. Yeah, absolutely great guy. That's why they call him the guru. He's mellow. Uh, okay, one more, and then we'll get on with it.
4: Ballers, fan fan here oh fan fan back
3: in the mix love fan fan I wonder if he's gonna mention anything about a certain story that our dear friend dolomite once told on the show see if he brings that up
4: he's doing well I've uh, been kind of depressed seeing that the uh p treaty fell through between dolomite oh, D yeah. and d2p yeah. uh anyways you know that whole thing
3: that was hard on all of us the the peace we brokered between Dolom ID and Telly Tupat yeah short-lived. Short-lived. Do you say we short-lived give, or give, short-lived?
2: Lived, I think. It's right,
3: lived. But you've you've heard people say short-lived. Should I start doing short-lived as one of those things I do where I mispronounce something on purpose to annoy people?
2: Um, how about the t- situations where you're heading you're you're heading down that road? You're saying a sentence. Yeah. where you realize this is a word you've only read yeah, and you have to say it and you've had it in your head a certain way. Yeah. And then you're like, "Oh shit, I'm not sure if I'm right coming out with this one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm i not quinoa, but something like that. Like yeah. if the first time you say something that you've only read and you're like, all right, can I do this? Like, like when I was in like third grade and I said, James Butch and Ann, for Buchanan. I didn't know.
3: I am um, sup- superfluous. Yeah. I remember reading that out loud and just really butchering it. Superfluous. Sure. I think I said superfluous. There's,
2: there's tons of words like that.
3: Yeah. Biopic. Biopic. Yep. That's one of those. Infamous? It's the word that you yes. guys Yes. Infamous. I always thought it was infamous. Of course. How could you not? It looks like Infamous. It does look like that. Then you got to hear somebody say it and you go, oh, wait, I'm saying it wrong. Right. I'm, when I read it, I read it wrong.
4: Yep. Bond off the GoFundMe account and got you guys raised some money for your good deeds. Fan, and fan, fan. Obviously just a, a, saint. a few months later things kind of fall apart. But, uh, you know, with uh, all good deeds, I guess never go unpunished. So anyways, I was – trying to sit there and think through the situation and, you know, with great powers comes great responsibility. And, you know, Dolomite. Oh, is, he
3: cool? is that Winston Churchill, Ed? Not to put you on the was, spot. I
4: thought it was Spider-Man.
3: Oh, the, you, oh right. You're probably right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> has two master's degrees, and we all know that, you know, in the right situation, you know, sexual situation, of course, you know, oh, yeah. he has a superpower. And, you know... I, I mean,
3: before- I, th- I would... Fan, fan. Like, I get that you're a fan of Dolomite. You like that story that he told. I think he just has the same regular power that the rest of us have. Like, we all have the ability for, you know, barring an industrial accident, we all have the ability to ejaculate. Like, Dolomite's story is that he ejaculated one time. It's the the aftermath was out of his control. He didn't have any power over what happened to his ejaculate.
2: I kind of like... The uh, the idea that Fan Fan thinks it was like a super sized right. delivery, Load. yeah. I, kind of, I right. that, that's that's funnier. Like like a gallon came out.
3: Yeah, like it. Oh, like because <laughs> when he ejaculated, like you, you know,
2: when you're trying to drink from the fire hose, kind of yeah. thing. I think that's what he's saying.
3: When he when he ejaculated, the the ejaculate came. Came okay. out, went into her sinus, sinus cavity and came out her nose is I believe how uh, the story goes. Yeah. But that's not, that's not a function of that. There was so much of it.
2: It's yeah, just like when Chicago. you're a kid you're laughing. Yes,
3: exactly. It comes out your nose. Yes, exactly. That's exactly right, Ed. Good explanation.
2: As far as T2P,
4: he also has some kind of power because there's very few people that's willing to verbally <laughs> – out loud tell somebody they're going to send them horizontal so yeah obviously he may be you know like a tier one asset or delta field team six something right. like that military anyways both these guys know better i mean if you look at dolomite d he kind of looks like a bully a little bit and then you get he kind of does c2p who picks up his ball when <laughs> someone talks him smack yeah. and he walks home yes but it's all that was serious uh pretty funny yeah. all the way around anyways my idea was possibly thinking of like a Uh, kind of like a kumite two-man or one-man maybe doing like a golf tournament or something like that for these guys so we could just figure out (laughs) what the beef is and see if they can't just put this shit to bed anyways hope you guys are doing well have a great day appreciate your service
3: love you buddy Thank, thank you fan fan you're a great guy Yeah, maybe they settle it maybe they much like tin cup remember in tin cup ed yeah. Where, where Roy, Tin Cup, McIlvain,
5: McAvoy. McAvoy,
3: that's pretty close. close. He breaks He breaks all his clubs at the turn. He's got to play the whole back nine with just a seven iron. Maybe we get him out there. Dola can bring his one iron. He, he's allowed that he plays. He uses a one iron. They both play nine holes with one club and see, uh, see who comes out victorious. And then maybe we start refollowing each other. On, on the Twitter machine. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't like this. I think they're both kind of like T2P is being kind of sensitive, but he kind of has a reason to be mad. Dola was kind of trolling him pretty hard. So yep, uh, I hope they can work it out. Uh, okay. Thank you for that fan fan. Thank you for all. Everyone that called in this week. It's great to hear.
2: Yeah. Good calls. All,
3: all of our friends, but Ed it's time. Let's talk a little sports. My name is Brian, they call me the other guy, I host a podcast show, I'll give hetero life a try, if you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my courage, you see. They're as sparkly as can be, a mighty own joy on DVD. Ed, what's going on this week in the world of sports? The Olympics are over.
2: The Olympics are over. Um, we've did got... You see, did
3: you see? I was kind of bummed to see that we, uh, the United States on the last day of the Olympics, overtook China. In the gold medal department, because did you see? I read something on Twitter about this. How all the American media had the United States leading the medal count the entire time, despite the fact that until the very last day of the Olympics, the United States did not have the most gold medals.
2: Yeah, it was the most t- total medals. total medals. But that's yeah, kind of bitch. You're yeah, counting bronzes it is. at kinda the same bitch. time. At the same time, are we? Are we just, uh, you know, we don't want China to become number one. Of course not. But, I mean, let's let's be honest about it. Yeah, I know. The thing I I genuinely liked um, on several different track and field events, you know, running events, and that you would see and they would be like, oh, this is, um, you know, Aruba's first ever gold medal or whatever. Anytime that happened, it's awesome. Because they are they are way more pumped.
3: Yeah, did I uh, did a guy from the Bahamas win the hundred meters?
2: Italy, Italy, right? <laughs> it was it was a black guy that was like born in Texas, I love and when that he was a, when he was an infant, moved to Italy. Oh, like like Kobe Bryant, RIP. Yeah, and like he was like legit Italian because I saw him talking, and he's using all the hand gestures and everything. Oh, really? So like Danny like, Aiello. Yeah, he's a he's Italian. Wow, that's amazing. You know? But yeah, he, he dusted the field. Um but yeah, a- anyway, I, I enjoyed it, but I will talk there's there's a story that we'll do a few down from the road from here. Uh that was my favorite Olympic moment. We'll get to it. But oh, okay. this is not this is not my favorite. Um my favorite this is not my favorite moment. MLB and Barstool Sports in Talks to Broadcast Games.
3: I mean, I like and forgive me for using this phrase, the outside the box thinking like you have to appeal to a younger audience. You have to go where they are. You have to do things differently. But does this mean I have to listen to that Portnoy guy like talk about what the Mets or that, God forbid the Red Sox are doing that night? Like that guy
2: is the oh yeah. fucking worst. Yeah. I mean, that. that's the thing. I, I agree with you. The fact that we're still everything is still tied into old media is insane to me, and totally. Uh, NBC still like they didn't they didn't get it right with Peacock, but at least they're no. they're on the way. They're on the way, yeah. but still, like, hey, well you have the ability to deliver on demand stuff. You have an streaming app. Give me let's all. Let's not of like it. let's not say hey, you know what. We, we definitely want the 100-meter dash to be at 8.15 p.m. on NBC. Right. Like, we, we got to move away from that, but at least we're moving in that direction. And so I get what you're saying. Yes, we need to explore. Sports need to explore different avenues, but that guy Portnoy is he's a horrible. real bag of shit. Yeah, he's he's he, To me, the whole image of Barstool, to me, feels like if you asked a fourth or fifth grade boy what a cool adult man is like yeah
3: yeah. it's it's very fratty it's a very fratty thing it's like their blog posts are like poorly written you know like they're it's a yeah and it's it's worth many hundreds of millions of dollars and the website look kind of looks like shit
2: yeah it's worth Um, all the money i get that yeah um But what I, what I would say to you is if anyone is thinking, well, now I kind of like that Portnoy guy, Google or maybe on YouTube, whatever, Portnoy Barstool running. And if you see this guy run, he did like a, a 40, oh, he maybe on. did a 40 or 100. On. It's the worst looking thing you'll ever see. And you could never look at somebody who runs like that.
3: Oh, he can't run.
2: It's the weirdest run. Shut up.
3: I got to see this. Hold on. I'm Googling it right now. Dave Portman. Oh, Barstool Combine with Todd McShay. No. Prez 40-yard dash fail.
2: Yeah. It's awful.
3: Okay. It can't be any worse than Rich Eisen. Oh, my God. Commercial.
2: It's worse. It's worse worse than Rich Eisen. For sure.
3: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Skip ads. Here we go. Oh, this is seven minutes long? I ju- just show me the run, guys. Hold on, I'm just doing that thing on the bottom of the screen. He's like out in a field, right? Yes. Oh, here it is. Here it is. He's shirtless. I don't want to see that.
1: Dead. Down goes <laughs> right.
3: I don't know if I got the right video here. No, because there's only 64 likes. Prez attempts to run the 40-yard dash. Now this is it. Hold on. Oh, does he pull a hammy? Okay, here he goes. He's like at a backstop. He's taken off from a backstop on like some shitty East Coast baseball field. You guys got to work on your field. On your mark, okay. Get
0: set,
3: go. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. Well, he fakes a pulled hammy, but it was He's almost like 10. he his legs were in cement or something. Like he couldn't
2: lift his knees high enough. Hold There's on, let me see. nobody. <laughs> he shouldn't be allowed to talk about sports if he runs yeah. like that.
3: Okay. I got to see this again. Hold on. <laughs> on mark, get set, go. Full Boston accent. Yeah. Oh, it's like he's underwater. Oh, and also <laughs> what, his arms were like flailing to the side. Wow, that is worse than Rich Eisen.
2: It's the worst.
3: Unbelievable! I bet. Uh, can he throw a football? I doubt it. No uh, chance. Unlikely. Uh, okay, Ed. What else is going on?
2: David Wells and David Cohn would get hammered the night before their starts as good luck in nineteen ninety eight. Do you think?
3: <sighs> well, that was a pretty good team. They had Mariano Rivera. This is that this was is how-
2: that was a team that that I think they. Went over one ten wins. Yeah. They were like they were ripping it off that year.
3: This is this is how we got stuck with Joe Torre, by the way, because Joe Torrey was a jobber. He gets a job with the he, Mets because he's yeah. easy to control.
2: Cardinals, Braves. Yeah. He's a jobber. He, was, he really he's was a, a jobber.
3: He's a jobber. Then he gets a job, and the team is like Derek Jeter, Paul O'Neill, Scott Brosius. Uh, David Cohn, David Wells, Mariano Rivera, Rivera uh, Dwight Gooden. Like they had all, all these just like studs and and leaders on the field. Like Paul O'Neill was like the leader. Joe Torrey didn't have to do shit. He, he just and had a then- great team. He just he just rolled the ball out there. and then, But then they treat him like he's – Phil Jackson gets the same treatment.
2: Same treatment but also as an added layer, he – he had cancer and had went through treatments and so the team really rallied i mean i'm sure he's very likable yeah Yeah. that elevated him to like godlike status and then
3: he i think at one point he wrote a book that talked about how his mom his dad used to tune his mom up and i think that you know anybody would get sympathy out of that but he's he's still a jobber he he, he, look frank mccourt hired him to Managed the Dodgers. He was horrendous. He works for the league now, right? Yeah. He's like the the disciplinary guy at the league. Uh, Do you think ballplayers still do that? They'll just go out and get wasted the night before? These these ballplayers these days seem so professional. Like they don't do shit like that anymore.
2: You don't see many David Wells. I mean, David Wells. He was fat. was a ridiculous talent though. That's what was carrying him. And so I think he had lots of theories on why they needed to get shit faced before the games. Yeah. Like he, he convinced cone. Oh, we're great. If we get shit faced and cones like, all right, fine. And then Wells is like, well, if I get shit faced before your start, I got to get shit faced before my start. It's back to back nights. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think it had nothing to do with their success. No, I think they just happen to be great.
3: Yeah they were in the prime of their career and they were both probably alcoholics and they just wanted to get a reason to get fucked up.
2: Um, Right. Cause that's, that's an alcoholic behavior where you make an excuse for why you need to be shit. Yes, exactly. Um, A French, this was one of the dickish moves of all time. French Olympic marathon runner and the marathon, it was like 95 degrees. There were people just dropping out. Yeah, he knocked over all the water cups at a station except for his. I love it, and then had his water, and uh, it got him a 17th place finish. So oh wait, the waters are like named. Like, no, you, you have... know how there's a table full of yeah, waters. Yeah. He took one and then knocked them Smash all the over. Rest. I love that.
3: I love that's, that. That's, that's hey, come on. Guy,
2: guy played to win. Hey, 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 Ed.
3: Sixteen people came through there before him. They got a drink of water. The, the, uh, the, all the people that were behind seventeenth place, they should have run faster. Could have had some it was water. The
2: last water station. Water station. You're you're fighting with two yeah. other guys. Yeah, I you know what a piece of shit.
3: He's what? a piece of shit. It's, and like, not a good look for a Frenchman. You know, if the right. French are already considered assholes, like then what this we talked guy's about a total last asshole. asshole with yeah. the Germans. Not
2: good, right? You're, you've already got enough strikes against you. You can't. You can't be doing
3: this. Yeah, when you're known. To be from a racist culture, you can't be more racist. Right. You gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be even better. You gotta be less racist, and you gotta be less French when you're the, out there running the marathon.
2: The French were getting uh, dunked on in European vacation, like it's no, you're, you're dickheads. Yes.
3: They're snooty. Did um, it's gotta be thirty-five years ago? Did any of the marathon runners lose their bodily functions? That happens.
2: I'm sure, but I none that I saw. I, I mean, I just watched like the straightaway at the end. I didn't. I didn't watch the marathon.
3: I saw that um, that race walking. Oh,
2: oh man, man. it's are, disturbing to look right, at. Yeah,
3: why are they still doing that?
2: Like, I uh, think and they, also I, I feel like think I could this smoke was the those last people. one.
3: Oh, really? Good, get rid of it.
2: I think it's I stupid. read this is the final one. It's fifty k. Oh, that's far. far. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that is insane. Yeah. they're is it running th- what thirty. 31 no, miles. No,
3: that's crazy. And what's like we one foot on the ground the whole time.
2: How do they even. Yeah. You have to have one foot on the ground and they're no. just like, they look like they're just swiveling away. Yeah, they're Swivel hips. those hips. It's, it's a, real it's creepy a looking.
3: sassy walk. I'm not into yeah. it one bit. Not at all. That. And well, I watched that. And I'm like, Oh, I could smoke these guys. I watched the three on three basketball. And I was like, Oh, these guys that I watched down here at the beach on the weekend, they could smoke these guys.
2: There There's, was, one... I got better guys. There's one Serbian guy that was just draining threes, but I think they, they got the bronze or maybe not even, but there yeah, was I, one guy who looked awesome. U.S. didn't even make it. Oh, really? They a, yeah, who they did we have in the men. The women won it. The yeah. women took, they took some WNBA women yeah, and they, they just destroyed
3: it. They, I, I saw a little bit of the women. There was a, um, they had a real yeah. presence in the middle. <laughs> on, sure the, on the women's she three got on three got team. All the rebounds. Yeah, I,
2: I couldn't really see. I only saw
3: a little bit of one game.
2: It but I can't like imagine if, I, her- if yes. I was playing basketball against second grade. Yes. Yeah. Like I'll, yeah. I'll take that. That is what it looked
3: like. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, who did we roll out as the, for well, our guys? Well,
2: the only one I knew of was Robbie Hummel, who was like all Big Ten on Purdue and he kept ripping up his knee. And I think he. It maybe lasted a couple years in the NBA. And so he's a guy who's probably like 35 and has, you know, basketball pedigree, but, you know, can't hack it in the NBA anymore. He's, he's an analyst on the big 10 network, but I just remember they said the U S team led by Robbie Hummel didn't qualify. Why didn't, why didn't we, uh, why don't we get some of the big three guys? I don't, I don't get it because all of their well, how about NBA guys? You have yeah. these guys that try out for the Olympics and then they yeah. cut them. Like Julius Randle was one of the final cuts. Right. Why doesn't he go, all right, I'll just dominate the three on three. He would have, he would have scored all the points by himself.
3: Yes. Trey Young was begging to be on the team,
2: put right. him on the three and three and just let him rain oh, threes. Would be awesome. How fun would that be? Yeah. So I don't know. They got to, they got to do a better job of recruitment. I agree. Um, Omar Vizquel. <sighs> Great hands. Post, he, he's having a, uh, maybe a worse than Kirby Puckett post playing career situation. <laughs> he was sued by the former Birmingham Barons Bat Boy over alleged sexual harassment.
3: Um, I read a little bit of this article and it's, if true,
2: it's scathing. It doesn't look – and I feel like there was some other stuff with him before this lawsuit. Yeah, but I think – yeah, I
3: think that might have been like some ex-wives or some mistresses.
2: Right. Now you got the fat boy in play.
3: Right. It, this an, – an autistic man – I think we say neuroatypical now, Jeff Passing. Oh, an auti- An autistic – I don't know. I could be wrong. An autistic man accused longtime major league player Omar Vizquel of sexual harassment while he was managing a Chicago White Sox minor league affiliate alleging in a civil lawsuit filed this week that Viskel had exposed his penis multiple times Oof. and forced the man to clean his back while Viskel showered. Oh my god. Hey Tommy, come over here. Could you get my back? I need you to get my back. Hey, hey. This is this this is like some it's like some Sandusky type shit. He yeah, he did his work in the shower too. This is bad. This is really bad. I mean, this guy was an adult, but still. Uh, the lawsuit details alleged sexually aggressive behavior that included at least five occasions in which Viskel deliberately exposed his erect or partially erect penis to the man. Oh, no. On August 22nd, 2019, according to the lawsuit, Vizquel emerged naked from a shower, handed the man a bar of soap and said, Is he the coat and manager? Manager, wash my damn back. The the man, humiliated, intimidated, and frightened of what could happen if he disobeyed, complied with Vizquel's demand. Washed his fucking back. I'm going to say it right now. I'd rather suck your dick than wash your back. More humiliating to wash a man's back. yeah,
2: Washing him back is bad. That's, this is a bad situation. Yeah.
3: Unreal. But this isn't criminal. This is just, he's just going to have to pay this guy. Oh, Vizquel. Uh, oh, last week, Vizquel was fired as the manager of the Tijuana Bulls in the Mexican uh, Baseball man. League. Whew. Uh. He's
2: Brockmireing himself. Uh, yeah,
3: I don't see. Uh, I don't see another opportunity coming for old Omar, maybe, especially after this.
2: Maybe him and Thom Brenneman could uh, team <laughs> up, doing doing
3: high school games in Cincy.
2: Yeah, sounds
3: good. Ed, what else is going on?
2: Uh, the next subject. I really want him out of the news, but I did think this is a funny headline. O.J. Simpson won't go out in L.A. because he's afraid of running into the real killer.
3: Can't be too careful, Ed.
2: <laughs> Poor guy.
3: Poor guy. I mean, that's... He's just trying to live his life. His ex-wife was murdered. Like, they could be at, looking for him. Maybe they just... They haven't found the right golf course.
2: It must be weird to live in a uh, house with no mirrors. You're right. Just, just <laughs> right. so he doesn't run into that guy. Yes, yes. Very difficult. <laughs> Do you think
3: weird. he and whoever his accomplice likely was, many have implicated his oldest son some say AC colleges
2: I think, mean do you think they
3: acknowledge you know whoever helped him do you think they ever acknowledge it or are they just you know it's just not spoken about
2: I actually believe that OJ has has had a full break that I don't think he thinks he did it
3: I I've always operated under that theory too look like he's just so delusional that he's just doesn't. Yeah. He thinks he's,
2: he's delusional in many ways in the way he talks in any, any interview you've seen over the years, he's delusional about sort of everything. He's a, uh, he's yeah. a very oh, yeah. odd guy.
3: Yeah. He's uh well, he's a narcissist. You know, he was a bad guy, you know, pre murder. He and was a tuner. What? He'd
2: tune her up. Of course. Yeah. Tuned her up on new year's. Yes. Um, how about, uh, how about the the the? I, I feel like Callings doesn't get made fun of enough. What a bitch he was. The yeah, whole, yeah, the whole behavior for him. This, you know who it is. This is AC. God damn it! Like, and he was, and then they like followed their careers, and you're like, oh yeah, he was, he was the Jack Haley, yeah, to uh, to Dennis Rodman for like they went to the Niners together. Like he was just. He loved the Jews so much. Well, he would I mean, do everything.
3: He'd get the. He'd get the strays.
2: Like right, I guess. I guess that's that's o- enough to make you a friend for life.
3: OJ get the pick of the litter, but then here's another right handsome black dude hanging out with him. Right, that's you know he gets the at he worst gets, at,
2: yeah. at worst he was getting B pluses.
3: Yeah, for sure. Uh, you, do you know that the so these guys were tight. With the guy, I don't know his name, but he started Public Storage, the oh wow storage company. And he's a huge, he's like the biggest, I think, USC donor or has been over the years. And he donated a fucking dorm in Al Cowling's name. Wow. So there's, you could live, if your kid's a freshman at USC, they could live in Al Cowling's dorm dorm wow it's kind of weird
2: right it is is. yeah yeah i mean because he's still very much part of the whole totally murder like why that name yes it's super weird a lot of Um,
3: what else is going on
2: uh okay this was my favorite moment of the olympics did you see so this event is insane there's an event called the modern pentathlon yeah and this German woman was like on a record breaking, she had like a record breaking lead. Yeah. She was destroying the competition. And I, from what I gather, is the modern pentathlon. First of all, the word modern, modern needs to be scrapped. Right. But this is like what they used to test soldiers. This is oh, like, right. you have to swim and run and maybe like javelin or something and then ride horses. What? And like j- horse jumping, like all that bullshit equestrian stuff. Oh my God. Fren, fencing, freestyle
3: swimming, equestrian show jumping, pistol shooting, and cross country running.
2: It's an insane bunch of stuff. Wow. That's better than the steeplechase. Steeplechase. I, I enjoy watching some people, some jockeying for position in the puddles. People yeah. go like a little crazy, but it's an insane group fencing. What? But this was fencing. like old old soldier. Tested. right right i i i don't know why i never wondered but steeplechase was because you would have these races to the churches in the countryside in the english countryside that's why it's called the steeplechase oh right with the jump to church yeah. yeah um so old uh saint boy the horse she had this big lead yeah. and, and it was fantastic the horse is like no fuck you yeah i'm not competing yeah I don't get the gold medal. Right. Nobody's giving me shit. Yes. You're you're whacking me. I won't jump. And then she like does another lap and then she's like okay, ready jump. And the horse is like Nope. Fuck you. Oh my God! I'm. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, we'll keep talking. I'm going to play it. It's the it's the I'm best, watching. and and she's just crying. And I saw a meme made of it where the horse looks like he's smiling or yeah. laughing. He kind of does
3: look like he's smiling because she's, she's pulling balling. that thing in his mouth, and yeah. she's
2: bawling. And yeah, and then he's got the bit in his mouth. Yeah, and he's just he's he's not going to do it. Well, I guess the pentathlon coach was disqualified after punching the horse uh, after Saint Boy refused to jump. And the rider went from first to thirty first. Good. It was justified. Good.
3: I love Saint Boy. Saint Boy's Saint our Boy. new Harambe.
2: That's right. Saint Boy's Good living team. his best life, and the German coach tried to Alex Car- had tried to mongo him. Yeah. Well,
3: I mean, it's no wonder you didn't want to jump. You're whipping him, and then when you whip him and he doesn't
2: jump, what do you do? You punch him. What the, what are we doing with horses? Right. We're gonna make him jump for what? It's a lot. This is we not an Olympic sport. Down. Get it out of yeah, here.
3: I agree. I agree. And it's, and I hate anything that's like yachting. I hate anything that's exclusively the domain of rich guys. Right. You know, like yeah, you can't there's, compete there's, in there's, a sport unless you're right. a billionaire. You know, there's nobody,
2: there's nobody of even middle class that could possibly compete Never. in yachting or, or uh, a horse event. You just, Never. they don't, they don't give you access. You got, so what's the horse's name again? Uh, Saint Boy. Saint Boy. You know, you got to
3: have a whole barn of Saint Boys. You know, you can't just have one. You got to have – because they can't work every day, these horses, and you got to train all the time. So you you work with the horse, but then you're working with different horses, and then it's kind of like you figure out which one's the best one. I'm kind of making this up, but I'm I'm
2: on the right track. Go, go with it. So you got to be rich. You got to have your own fucking barn. You got to have stable. a stable and shit. You got to – this is like then, your job. And then – you need to have a stable boy. You need to have oh, you yeah. need to have like a staff.
3: Oh yeah. That's right. You gotta have somebody to t- clean up. Give them the hay. And the <laughs> you gotta have vets. It's a lot. You gotta get your fucking horses to Japan.
2: Yeah. It's a lot. Fuck this and sport. uh it's a bullshit sport, and it was yeah. great because this woman was just very pleased with herself. Look at me in first place, and the horse is like, oh. Oh, you're going you're going to win the gold all by yourself. Let me see yes. if I can bump you down 30 spots.
3: That's yeah. great.
2: Yeah. Um not great. Fucking Tom Brady. A story came out, an interview with Ian Eagle. Who's a pro. I, I like Ian Eagle. He's great. Uh he said uh Tom Brady once shamed him, not once. He saw him drinking a soda and eating a donut and he's shamed him in years since. Like he'll keep bringing it up.
3: I mean, Tom Brady is a monster. He's a real piece of shit. I hate his guts. But, Iron Eagle, who I love, infinitely better play-by-play guy than most of the guys whose names are household names. He's He's one one of of the best. best. He's great. I don't know. I don't know where that name came from. Iron Eagle. Hey, listen, it's it's really close to Iron Eagle with Lou Gossett Jr. It's Ian, but it's pronounced Ian. I hate that. I don't like that. That said, I I love Ian Eagle. But look, Ed, (laughs) if somebody's eating a donut and drinking a fucking Pepsi for breakfast.
2: Well, what he said. You got to call this out. Like this is not normal behavior. He said he's not he's not a coffee drinker and he had to get some caffeine. Oh, I'm over. Yeah, I think he had like an early gig. Yeah. And he was probably banged up. He probably worked with Bill Rafferty before the. uh, He
3: probably Uh, had one of those nights. I mean, I'm still, I still side with, despite all that, because it's a disgusting breakfast.
2: Yeah, I just don't like food shaming. Like, all right, all right, it's not for you. I know, but it's, you know, Tom Brady like has to eat kale every day of his life, and and he'll just you. Oh, and he needs his magic juice. Fuck out of here. Yeah, no, I agree
3: agree with you. Tom Brady sucks. I hate his guts. And I maybe you don't shame him like every time you see him for the Pepsi and the donut thing. That, that's another thing. Like Tom Brady doesn't have jokes because he's, he's a he's robot. Got no, he's got no material. Right. So he just got the one thing he's got, and he's just going right. to do that one thing because it's all. He's kind of like Russell Wilson. Remember, Russell Wilson sent that beautiful tweet to his um, to Ciara, and it was like this beautiful love tweet. And people are like, this wording is kind of weird. And so people cut and pasted the tweet into a Google search. And it turns out he like searched nice things to say to your girlfriend or something. And there was, it was like an AI generated love note that he cut and pasted, plagiarized.
2: (laughs) And he plagiarized, (laughs) like the son from Home Improvement uh, plagiarized Army Hammer's uh, divorce. Uh, right. Instagram yes. posts. Yes.
3: Yes. Exactly. <laughs> it's like these people, these guys are mental. They have problems. That's why they're so successful. They're narcissists. They're crazy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I'm not letting Tom Brady off the hook. That said, I agree. It's a disgusting breakfast and should be made fun of. Well, it's time. It's time for now. Sports. Sports, sports. segment. Segment on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports I'm talking about the segment now Not sports, not sports, not sports, segment oh We've been doing a lot of R.I.P.s We almost need like an R.I.P. I know, this, joiner. this is a like big a R.I.P. song would be good
2: This is, yeah, an R.I.P., yeah Because this week we've got, what, six um, I yeah. just wanted to point out in the background, there's really it, we're we're at a kind of a dark area of sports because baseball you still got a long ways to go and nothing else is going on. And the Little League World Series is on and um there was a kid who looked like Engelbert who was put in and just got hit by a pitch. Yeah. There is a there's a coach from West Texas who's doing the uh Buttermaker technique. Yeah. Just, hey the big yeah. tell the big guy. Go get hit by a Go pitch. Go lean into one. Go <laughs> lean into one. Hey, it works. It works. All right, we got a bunch of RIPs, and these are in sports too, but RIP Jr. Richard, the uh, 71 years old, he was just putting up ridiculous strikeout numbers for the Astros and then had a stroke. Wow. He, I think he had a stroke in 1980, so... He you know, he lived another forty-one years, but yeah, yeah. he was like thirty years career. old. Thirty yeah. years old, and he was posting three hundred K season after three hundred K like high he yeah. was putting up huge numbers and then that was it, had a stroke. Right. Um R.I.P. TikTok star Timbo the Redneck. He died <laughs> after big booty truck tragedy. Um yeah. he died doing what he loved. And that's doing donuts in his uh, his front yard. How, how,
3: how do you die from that? Like the, you lose control and you smash yeah. into a tree or something and you're not I wearing your seatbelt?
2: Do you – I mean I I don't know all the details, but do you think Timbo the Redneck is using the seatbelt? Uh, unlikely. I'd I, say – yeah. I can make a lot of assumptions about a Timbo the Redneck and one of the first ones is he's not going to wear a seatbelt. Doing,
3: doing donuts in the yard. He's probably doing it for the gram. Right, of they course were like trying to get yes. some, g- trying to get some content going yeah. for his page.
2: Hopefully, he got some likes.
3: I hope so too. Yeah, blow it up, blow up Timbo the Red Knot next TikTok page.
2: We got a, uh, a surprise on our hands. My six hundred pound life star Gina Crassley died at the age of thirty.
3: Do we know what took her? <laughs> was it Vid?
2: I. uh... I I don't know. I mean, she, she seemed to be pretty good shape. Was it, was
3: it it an acute lack of pies? Did she go, did she go like pie? Did she go, was she going through pie withdrawal? You know, sometimes if you quit, they say that's what killed Amy Winehouse is she was drinking so much and she had an eating disorder and then she just quit drinking cold turkey. Oh, wow. And that's you know, not healthy. That's, you actually have to like taper off a little bit. So maybe, maybe Gina Krasley went cold Turkey on pies. Oh, it's so fucked up.
2: I mean, can you imagine trying to sleep at night after you're producing my 600 pound life? Yeah. Hey, let's, let's get cameras 24 seven on someone who's killing themselves because I mean, is there anyone on that show that lives to 35? No,
3: I don't, I've never seen it.
2: I've never seen it, but I'm aware it exists.
3: Yeah. I mean, I I feel like everybody's like trying to steal Walter Hudson's highlights, you know, like, I mean, he was the OG. He was like the my 1400 pound life guy.
2: You'll impress me when you have an identical twin and you're on a motorcycle. That's yes. Everything else. Yeah.
3: Agree. Hold on. He
2: Calhoun. All these people.
3: Uh, Hold on. I'm Googling Walter Hudson because I need to know his. Yeah, I'd like to. Shared a page with Robert Wadlow. Wow, he lived nineteen forty-four to nineteen ninety-one. Ooh, died on Christmas Eve. So what he was like forty six. That's a pretty forty seven. That's a pretty long
2: run. Let's see what the McGuire twins are up to. Yeah, let's why did Walter die? Why are they called the McGuire? The McCrary twins but McCrary. they're called the McGuire they're called the Maguire twins. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. So Billy McCrary, yep. He lived from 46 to 79. So he he lived to 32. He was 32 and a half when he died. Wow. Benny McCrary young. didn't die of a broken heart cuz he lived till 01. Wow, he lived to be fifty-five years old. It's not a wow. That's quite a bit longer. They were seven twenty-three and seven forty-five, respectively.
3: It's it's not a Chang and Ang situation. No, you know Chang or Ang, one of them. Chang or Ang kicked off, and then you know Ang or Chang, the other one that was still alive. He knew his time was numbered he's he's just seen his Siamese twin brother, his conjoined excuse me, his conjoined twin brother expire, and he just had to wait it out. Wow,
2: That's, you know they were easily, i didn't I didn't, they, I didn't know that
3: yeah, you know they were he had uh, to just waited out yeah, they were both married, so that had to be a little awkward,
2: right yeah. You know, like that marriage at the end must have been really awkward. Yeah, extremely. You, you going to bring the dead guy around.
3: Yeah, extremely. We don't have a we don't have a um, top weight on Walter Hudson. Oh yeah, yeah, we do. He, he, he was the whole holder. So he's apparently only the sixth heaviest person in medical history. He was had a Guinness Book. Re- Guinness world record for the largest waist, 119 inches. Yo, that is serious. That's, that's he, he, when he was at his peak weight of 1,197 pounds, four My
2: digits. God. I didn't realize he got over 1,000. Four digits. Hudson oh, oh, described his
3: average daily diet as consisting of two boxes what? of sausages – a pound of bacon. What up, Chris Morales? Twelve eggs. A loaf of bread. That's his breakfast. The sausages. A so two of boxes bre- of sausages, a, a pound of bacon, a dozen eggs, and a loaf of bread. That's breakfast.
2: He must have done a ton of sleeping. You can't Here stay come, awake after yeah, that no, breakfast.
3: You can't. No, especially him. He's got no energy already, <laughs> right? Here, here's lunch. Four. <laughs> oh, this guy's a discerning eater. Four hamburgers. Four double cheeseburgers, five large fries. Wait, three large ham steaks. Yeah, he's got. He wants some with no cheese, just to kind of
2: cheeseburgers. mix it up. Yeah, yeah, insane order right there.
3: Yes, four hamburgers, four double cheeseburgers, five large fries, three large ham steaks. What or so two much chickens <laughs> or four baked potatoes. Four sweet potatoes uh, for the fiber, four heads of broccoli, and most of a large cake. Most he also times. had a he also had additional snacks and drank an average of two hundred thirty seven ounces of soda every day. <laughs>
2: oh my god. How'd he get to forty seven?
3: Wow, RIP the- Walter Hudson sixth heaviest person in medical history
2: that is insane um I just wanted to point out, as expected, Benny who lived to oh he he died at fifty four he wasn't quite fifty five uh he died of heart failure right yeah in an upset broken heart an upset Billy McCrary died from a motorcycle accident. It wasn't the fat that killed him was
3: it was he on the scooter
2: i can so yeah you, wow wow who could have seen life comes at you fast you know yeah it does it can't be that fast when you're 723 pounds comes wow. pretty slow i would think um uh bobby bowden died 91 years old yeah he talked folksy talk yeah. folksy yeah he had curious disciplinary uh measures as the I, coach and a win Hey, they Ernie Sims. Them. I know eighty people saw you punch your girlfriend in the face on campus, hey, hey, but I'm not going to suspend you for the Miami game. Yeah. I'm going to suspend you for the double directional school game the week after. Uh, hey, hey.
3: Just, they got boosters to keep happy. Ed. <laughs> it's this is this is FSU. They do they play real ball down there. I'll be honest. I when I heard Bobby Bowden died, I was like, in what in 2012? Again? <laughs>
2: yeah, like <laughs> Again. I had I like.
3: Good dude. Long run. Yeah. He's not like foghorn leghorn. Yeah.
2: Uh, RIP cool in the gang. Co-founder Dennis Thomas. He was 70. RIP. Um, RIP the whitest guys, you know, co-founder Trevor Moore. And- Twitter's
3: going crazy about this guy. I yeah, not some I never great- saw the whitest guys. You Know.
2: Oh, it's, it's pretty funny, but I, you know, I didn't watch a ton of it, but uh, I, I've seen some clips this week, people showing it and, Pretty great stuff, but he was yeah. forty-one. It said in an accident, so I don't know yeah,
3: what. He was found in his backyard. Like it's, Oof. I don't know. Let's not speculate.
2: Um, and then this one hit pretty hard with a lot of our listeners. I wasn't ready for this. I was, yeah, I was upset by this one. R.I.P. Marky Post, seventy years old. Apparently, she had been battling cancer for like three and a half years. Ah. I mean one of the greats
3: no, there was no there's no delicate way to say this but she was a tremendous piece of ass in the 80s had like just oh. really really just hot and and she overcame just having one of those ridiculous haircuts all the time
2: yeah but she'd go I she go her came it
3: guess she you know how hot you have to be that you're that you're cutting your hair bad and it doesn't make you less hot right insane RIP Marky Post
2: um, Bill Gates now saying spending time with Jeffrey Epstein was a huge mistake.
3: Huh? Hmm. You mean flying to the private island of a convicted sex offender wasn't a good idea? Bad for your brand?
2: This... Jury's is, out. This is the thing with this guy. Everyone. Everyone who knew Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein knew his game. There's no, there's no ignorance. Not for Bill Clinton, no. not for Bill Gates, no. not for Trump. No. None, none of these – everyone knew that's what he was. He had no identity but that. Yeah. Fuck they Bill were, Gates. Hey, and they Bill were Gates, like – huge piece yeah, of shit.
3: Bill Gates, Bill Clinton, they were – they're like the Al Cowlings of the situation. They were just trying to pick up the <laughs> Epstein strays.
2: Bill Gates had a worse haircut than Marky Post. I, I – as I texted you, he had junk drawer scissors, give yourself a haircut, haircut. Yeah yeah he did yeah that's true and the sweaters bucket. yeah oh, the worst yeah and a piece of shit he Real stole, piece of shit. stole and, lots and, of stuff and his operating system sucks balls
3: like this guy revolutionized computers. computers it's corporate you know how long bully. it takes a windows computer to boot up For like oh. 10 minutes
2: yeah yeah go get a cup of coffee yeah I mean, you're gonna wait a while right uh corporate bully Terri- terrible terrible yes. fuck him fuck him um
3: Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. And the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you play as a callers. callers,